G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. It's always a pleasure to be joined on the line by Lyle Shelton, the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Alan. It's great to be with you again. We've just pulled you out of the prayer breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing in the marble foyer at uh, Parliament House where the 27th National Parliamentary Prayer Breakfast have just concluded in the Great Hall and it's been a wonderful occasion this morning. Who, who, was, uh, who was speaking? You had a special guest. Yeah, we had a um, special guest from... England, uh, Michael Ramsden, who is with Ravi Zacharias Ministries. He's based at, in Oxford, and he gave an excellent talk on the whole need for truth to be accompanied by love and uh, for love to be accompanied by truth and how the two are inseparable and how you can't really have uh, true love without without speaking the truth. And uh, I think he was really speaking into a confusion that uh, certainly exists in the church at the moment where we want to show love but somehow we've uh, missed uh, our ability to show and speak truth. So um, a very timely message to us all. I'm not going to draw a long bow and tie that to the main story we've been reporting on all day, Um, but there does seem to be a a bit of a dilemma facing the Liberals at the moment in terms of who's actually running the party, who's going to be the Prime Minister. Surely they're not going to go through this whole business of trying to roll Tony Abbott again. Where's the, where's the, the truth and love in that? Well, well, that's right, Alan. Uh, there's <laughs> certainly a lack of it. Um, I just cannot get over the fact that uh, a major political party is countenancing a repeat of uh, the terrible disasters we saw uh, during the Rudd-Gillard-Rudd years where uh, political ambition, leadership ambition, just tears a government apart. And uh, to see that repeating itself so quickly after... Uh, the devastation caused by Labor's experience in office uh, is just unfathomable. And um, I think it just goes to the heart of some of the brokenness in our political system where ego and ambition, leadership ambition, seems to trump uh, common sense and uh, and uh, the ability to, to use power or to want to use power for one uh, one's own ends. And I, I think it's a terrible sickness in our body politic at the moment. I mean, like like the rest of Australia, I watched the Sarah Ferguson series on the ABC. Excellent series, which profiled what what happened between Rudd and Gillard in those very tumultuous years for the, the Labour Party. But it's almost as if no one noticed that that's, that that didn't do the Labour Party any good. I think, uh, Alan, uh, it shows just how deceptive and how blinding um, ego is when it's close to power and I think uh, people who are ambitious uh, think that they can somehow uh, achieve some good out of uh, bringing down a a government for their own ambitions and uh, I'm just terribly disappointed to see it playing out. Uh, I think as you and I were discussing off air, uh, this causes further disillusionment amongst the Australian people about 
their political leaders, about uh, government, about politics at a time where we desperately need to see trust uh, restored between politics and the people. And uh, I just think it's a terrible thing. Um, no leader is perfect. Tony Abbott certainly isn't perfect and has his faults and his shortcomings, just as Kevin Rudd did. But uh, I don't think they should be torn down by their parliamentary colleagues in the way we saw uh, Mr Rudd torn down, then he tore down Julia Gillard. Now we're seeing seemingly Mr Turnbull wanting to tear down uh, Mr Abbott. Uh, I just think it's a sad state of affairs and uh, it makes me very sad to be an Australian if this is the way our politics is uh, conducted. I mean, you had a guest from England today. Of course, England is, has been, or Britain in general, has been surprised that, that the British Labour Party has lurched to the left with, with a new Labour leader who is very much from the, the socialist end of the spectrum, moving away from that sort of centre centrist government of, of Tony Blair. Is that a reflection of, of disillusionment with, with politicians by the people? Yeah, yes, I think it is, Alan. Um, I think people are looking for leadership. They are looking for leaders who will have principles and who will stick to their principles. And uh, much of the disillusionment comes uh, because we have had poor political leadership on both sides of politics. I'm not making a partisan comment here. Um, our politics is driven by polls, by focus groups, and uh, there's a lack of uh, statesman-like leadership where a leader is prepared to say, no, this is the right thing to do and I'm going to work hard to persuade the people to that position. Instead, uh, they tend to sniff the breeze, try and work out which way the people are going and then provide uh, some sort of leadership, which of course is not leadership at all. And I think it has led to this disillusionment. And uh, whilst I'm uh, concerned about uh, British Labor's lurch back to the hard left, um, I can understand people wanting to follow someone who is going to uh, 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 stand by some principles, even if um, perhaps some of those principles are misguided, particularly on the, on the hard, hard left, uh, which uh, the new Labor leader seems to be. I guess the rubber hits the road here when uh, they go to the polls in Canning next week. I guess we will see what the public are thinking about about all the parties when when that comes through. Well, I think that's right. And any by-election uh, that's held historically generally does see a big swing away from the sitting government. Uh, people tend to use these by-elections as a way of sending a bit of a message uh, to the government. Um, Australians are notoriously um, <laughs> wanting to you know, pull their political leaders back a notch or two, and uh, by-elections are an opportunity to do that. Uh, having said that, I think the, the candidate uh, or the, the Liberal Party's candidate, Andrew Hastie, uh, seems to be a very fine man. He's someone who has publicly spoken of his Christian faith and um, and uh, he, he is someone who supports marriage between a man and a woman and a lot of the values that uh, you and I and your listeners would, would share in. So um, I think it'll be an interesting contest to see how he goes this Saturday. Would you care to make a prediction? I think um, he will win, uh, and I think uh, there's been a couple of opinion polls uh, over the weekend which suggest that, uh, although perhaps they tend to set a swing uh, away from the government, but uh, it would see Andrew Hasty uh, narrowly uh, win that seat. It's always good to talk to you, Lyle. Thank you very much indeed for your insights this morning. I'll let you get back to the prayer breakfast. (laughs) Thank you, Alan. Thanks for having us. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.